This is episode 14. In this episode, you'll meet eight business owners that participate in the Mercado Latinx in Oakland, California. This was recorded on December 16th, 2018. Enjoy! Hello, hello, bienvenidos. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate, a podcast with conversations of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. Join me to hear stories from entrepreneurs of different cultures and identities. I believe consumers want to support businesses and organizations that they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. I know it does for me. Also, my daughter will join me once a month to talk about the kid entrepreneur perspective. So subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hello, welcome everybody to another episode of Relate and Elevate. And today I am in the Jack Linden Square market, farmer's market in Oakland. It is a collaboration with Mercado Latinx and Cuesa, um, and it's an organization that puts on farmer's markets here in the Bay Area. So I'm very excited to be part of this event, and I'm going to be interviewing a few of the vendors that are here today so we can get to know a little bit of who they are and, you know, why they decided to participate with Mercado Latinx. So Mercado Latinx was founded by uh, Lisa, who's the owner of Fostric. The first Mercado was here in Oakland in May of 2018, and she's um, had these events every two months since then. So she had one in May, July, September, November, and then also right now it's December, so she's having... she collaborated with um, the Jack London Square Farmer's Market for this event. So very excited and for you to get to know some of these vendors. Hola, me llamo Elizabeth, aka Lisa Miranda, and I am the owner of Postreek and the founder of Mercado Latinx. Uh, Mercado Latinx started uh, when I realized I needed an outlet to sell my uh, Hispanic-related um, pastries. Um, it started back in, well, the idea came in March uh, when I went to the We All Grow Women's Conference and I was talking to local vendor B of Miercolores. Um, she and I were talking about how many vendors are in the Bay Area who need a place to sell um, our items together and a lot of them were going to Los Angeles at the time. Um, so we um, kind of collaborated that day and she helped me come up with a logo for Mercado Latinx um, and I organized the first Mercado Latinx which started on Cinco de Mayo of 2018 this year. Um, so today is our fifth Mercado and we're collaborating with Jack London Square Farmers Market and we're happy to be here. So what is Postric? Uh, Postric is a kind of a new age panaderia. Um, I have some unique items, such as the concha cookie. Um, it takes the idea of my love for the panaderias and kind of twists it around. Um, I also do churros for catering, um, and then hopefully all this work will one day lead up to actual street bakery, which will be great. Um, but for now, I love doing the pop-ups here with America uh, Latinx with all my local vendors and supporting all of us together in the community. 
What's your most popular item? My most popular item for sure is the concha cookie. Um, but we also have some new items as well as uh, the polvorones or we kind of do the porquitos and in a new shape we do like a little cactus because that's one of our signature shapes. What's your favorite thing to make? My favorite thing to make? Um, I'm not sure that I have a favorite thing. I just, in general, I feel like now as an adult, like when I was younger and my mom was teaching me, I didn't really like to cook. But I think as I've grown older, I love cooking just in general. Like just being in the kitchen has always been like a sweet spot for me and my family just to gather and host parties and be with one another. So just being in the kitchen in general is my favorite. <laughs> Hi, my name is Karina from Creativus. Um, I sell mainly Chicano-inspired clothing, accessories, house decor, things like that. I started about two years ago in 2016. Um, I learned how to make all my things from my grandma who taught me how to sew, knit, and crochet. And I also sell some things that she makes too to help support her. Um, I mainly sell online and through Instagram, but I recently started selling at events about a year ago, and yeah, um, I plan to do this for a very long time, and I'm very proud of my culture, so I like to express that through the things I make. How's been your experience with the Mercado Latinx? I've um, gained a lot of exposure through Mercado Latinx. Um, I've met a lot of new people and I've even collaborated with some people that I met at the market. Like who? Who do you collaborate with? I've, well, I've collaborated mostly with um, Movement Inc. They basically introduced me to selling at markets because I used to sell at pop-ups at their store and they're basically the ones who told me you need to get out there, you need to branch out and um, Liz contacted me and she was she basically boosted my confidence to sell in public because I'm so used to selling online and through Instagram. What's your most popular item? So my most popular item is probably my homie earrings um, and my homie pins because everyone always comes up to me and starts laughing like, oh my gosh, I used to collect these when I was little. Um, another popular item are my little onesies. Um, people always like to buy gifts for babies. They always say there's someone in their family who they could buy it for. What's on the onesies? I put um, Frida patches, um, floral patches, and heart patches on the onesies, but they're all they all have Mexican or Latino sayings on them. Do you make them or do you buy them wholesale? Okay. The things I make, um, I usually buy just fabric, pattern fabric, and I make patches out of them basically. I put on an iron-on adhesive on the back and then I sew that onto the things I make. Uh, with the things like my buttons and pins, I make the designs online and then I order them wholesale through another seller. I'm 18. I started when I was 16 years old. And how does it feel to be such a young vendor? Being a young vendor makes me feel like I can do anything because I have so much more to my life. I started really young, so I know that I'm just going to keep growing from this. My name is Andrea Zamora and my business is Hustle Dolly. 
I'm 18 years old. I'm currently a college student at UC Berkeley. And I'm from Oakland. I'm from Oakland, California. I'm proud to say that. I started my business when I was a senior in high school, which is this year. I just graduated in June. So I started around April. And it was through my econ class that we were assigned to start a business. And I decided, like, I've always done art, but I've never really um, expressed it out or, like, shared it with people I mainly kept it to myself and I'm like why shouldn't I just take advantage of this time that I had to start a business and start it right now by selling my art my own art which I'm really passionate about it's like my stress-free activity I love doing art and I love creating art it's just a great feeling for me um, so I started doing that and then I started to notice that people were really liking what I was doing I started off with two designs which was Latina power and jeans bigger than my hair and People at my school started buying from me and then I slowly started expanding. Then I started to do one pop-up and this is um, Mercado Latino. Latinx is gonna be my second pop-up. Um, so I'm just getting new. I'm just new to this, but I'm sure to get started on it and get used to it because I love it. Like so far this has been my first, ex my first time with Mercado Latinx, but it has been an amazing experience. This weather is kind of funky, but you know, we're still rocking, we're still hustling out here. And I love it. I love the feeling, I love the people out here. I've had, like, I've received great positive vibes from a lot of people, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the people supporting local businesses because we're out here hustling in this weather, and they're here visiting and coming to support us, and I really appreciate that because this weather is acting kind of funky, but you know, it's what, great. What do your parents think when you said you want to start a business? Um, well, my mom always has supported me. My dad, he kind of knows. I told him about it, but my dad doesn't, like, really stay focused on me. But my mom does. She always loves seeing when I come out with new pieces and, like, new dolls. That's what I call my art, like, my new muñecas. And she's like, I love when it, uh, she sees my signature on them because I always include my signature, like Andrea Zamora at the end. And she loves it. My mom's always so happy. And she's like, oh, let me take pictures for my Facebook. You know, like, she's always really supportive. And I really appreciate my mom. Cause she's always supported me in my art. She always buys me canvases. She buys me paint. She buys me brushes. She loves my art. And what do you plan on doing with your business throughout during college? Yeah, I use my business as a, as a little side hustle. So that's how I try to make my little money on my side. Um, I started off with stickers. Now I'm with pins a little bit, so I'm doing both. And I'm trying to expand to clothing. That's my future next year goals: expand to clothing. Hopefully get on with t-shirts and sweatshirts, but hopefully expand my business and my art on different pieces. My major that I'm thinking currently as a freshman right now is integrated biology because I'm thinking of doing pre-med. But I know that there's so many years ahead till I actually become, you know, an official doctor. So right now I really like to use my business as my little side hustle to keep me going because I want to start building something in case, you know, my one plan doesn't work, I have a backup plan. And in case, you know, I'm not going to be making money because I'm going to be, you know, broke until like I'm 30, but you know, my little side hustle keeps me going, you know, it, it keeps me motivated for, to wanting more, to be more ambitious, and just, um, I love my business, and I'm really passionate about it, and it's also like, yeah, it's a business, but it's like a little passion of mine that, you know, I come from school, and then I send out orders, and I'm really happy to write notes to people when I send out orders saying thank you, like, I really appreciate you supporting me, because, you know, I'm just like a young girl, an 18-year-old trying to, like, hustle out here in the streets, so, yeah. I'm Teresa. I'm the owner of Rising Monarchs. We do stickers, magnets, and pins, and we're currently growing to have more products. 
that are like small gifts and stuff that you could get for your friends, for your loved ones. Where did you get the inspiration for your business? Um, I've always liked stickers and I, I'm such a hoarder, like I love souvenirs. Um, growing up, when I lived in Mexico with my family, we were street vendors, so we sold souvenirs in the street. Because the town we Where lived in. in um, I'm from San Juan de los Lagos, Jalisco. Oh, okay. So it's a pretty um, Catholic tourist town. So we sold souvenirs, and that's kind of where, like, every time we would travel somewhere, I would always want souvenirs just to have, like, little things. So now, any anytime that I travel now, like, I always get postcards, a keychain, a shot glass, because they're small, they're cheap, and they're, like, a little remi reminder of, like, where you went. So my stickers, I wanted them to be, um, Something that if you're coming to like Mercado Latinx, you get a sticker and it reminds you of that time you went to Mercado Latinx, the vendors you met, and also a lot of people don't even buy stickers for themselves. They, they look at them and they're like, oh, this one like reminds me of my grandma, this one reminds me of my mom, like I should get stickers for my friends. So they, they make people remember like their loved ones. Of images are on your stickers? Um, I really like quotes, so they're like quotes and like little pictures. Um, I have a Boli sticker, which is the most popular one because everyone, like, when they see it, they're like, oh my god, like Boli, like all that water and sugar from when you were younger and like having to crack them and like with scissors cutting them. So it's kind of nostalgic for people. Um, I also have some that are just like quotes that I, um, that I really like. I have one. The very first one I made was Stay Gold, and that's from the book The Outsiders. I remember reading, that was one of my favorite books when I was in middle school, I read it when I was in 7th grade, and that quote like really just stuck with me, so that was, that was the very first um, sticker that I made. So how long have you been with the Mercado, Mercado Latinx? Um, Mercado Latinx was my first event, I did it when, uh, in September, and I opened my business officially July 21st, 2018, and September 8th, 2018 was my first event, and it was Mercado Latinx. So a few months, yeah. This is my third time being here. Good. How's it going? How does it go for you? Um, Mercado Latinx actually has been my most successful event. Mm -hmm. So I've done other smaller ones, and this one has been the most successful. And it, I like it because it's outdoors. So you get to have like people who follow you on social media who want to come and see you, but then you also get to discover other people who were just maybe like in the neighborhood and happened to stop by, and now like they're. A they're they're helping you be a part of like the growing of your business. Yeah. Where do you see your business next year? Um, I definitely want to grow to have more stuff. Like I'm starting to make pins, and those are really popular. And I really like I I started getting into pins, so I have like my own little pin board. So I definitely want to do more um, small little gifts like pins, um, beanies, t-shirts, stuff like that, and like continue to also um, develop my um, creative skills. Um, well, my business is currently growing. I'm like, I love when people go on Instagram and they'll tell me what kind of things they like, because then that way I'm like, okay, like let's see, like what can I, what can I make with other people's, um, like their vision. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's cool. What was your favorite like suggestion that you got? Um, someone suggested doing. Um, it was like they said it was like. Uh, an indigenous woman releasing butterflies and I was like that sounds very like intricate but one day like, that's my goal to make that sticker okay like good. I want to be able to like create it and like 
actually make it look nice because right now like my um i just started so my skills aren't the best so like i'm i'm not very confident so i really want to like um develop my skills so i could make something like that and have that person like finally see their vision but you have really 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 great quality stickers like they're really great and my daughter did buy the holy sticker from you and she's not old so it's not nostalgic for her like she's a little kid and she's living it right now so you continue and you'll do great <laughs> so. thank you yeah the stickers they're dishwasher safe waterproof um weatherproof scratch resistant they're i really um i spend a lot of time making sure that i had the best um sticker manufacturer because I wanted them to be the best quality. I, it took months. I started developing my business in like late January of this year, and it wasn't until July where I was finally confident in the place where I was getting my stickers made. Because I used to order samples from all over the place, and I was like, getting like the dollar sample packs and getting samples of my own stickers made, and the quality just wasn't there until I finally found the one, and then that's where I've been ever since. My name is Susanna and my business partner is Jasmine. Uh, we form Las Amargadas. Um, so what we do is we make lemonades with a spicy twist or as we like to call them, limonadas chingonas. Um, we actually are from Stockton, California and we come a lot out to the Bay Area, whether it's Oakland for Mercado Latinx or San Francisco, um, we do an event there called Moncajete Dominguero, um, but we are from Stockton, so we do try to get some of the events out there to festivals. Uh, we're, on, we're only pop-up, we don't have an actual location. How long have you been in business? We started this business in May of this year, so May of 2018. So your first, was Mercado Latinx your first pop-up to sell? Uh, no, our first our first ever event was actually in Linden, California, for the Cherry Festival. Oh, okay. And how is that different than these mercados that are for, that are more that are all Latinx vendors? So, for the festival, I mean, there is a lot of Hispanic community in Linden, California. So, but as far as like the people that come to them, um, it is a little bit different when it is a Latinx um, event. I want to say there's more support, like people, you know, they're looking forward to their culture and seeing what is being represented and things like that. So I think with, um, with our drinks, they get a little bit of a, not like a shock factor, but it's like, you know, they, they're like, wait, what is this? You know, like where, I've never, you know, seen this type of thing out here anyway. So that's nice to always see that. Our goal is hopefully to obviously expand a little more, attend more um, events, being able to get into um, hopefully a lot more of the Latinx uh, events that are popping up here and there. Um, we are actually working on trying to bring some of this Latinx community into our own hometown of Stockton, California, so that's kind of what we're working on for this coming year. Yeah, 
because a lot of you vendors do come from farther away. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, is there anything else you want to share or say? Um, well, what's I, your most popular item that you sell? So, our most popular item is La Soltera and La Loca, which is the name of our drink. Um, the Soltera is a cucumber lemonade and the Loca is a pineapple lemonade. Now who comes up with the name? Uh, we both did. We uh, sat down and kind of went over what we wanted to call them. So our four, I guess, featured drinks, um, we have a watermelon lemonade, which is called La Dulce, the cucumber lemonade, which is La Soltera, the pineapple lemonade is La Loca, and the strawberry lemonade is La Niña Fresa. Oh, okay. And then for the winter time, um, we had a lot of customers ask us if we were gonna get a hot menu, so that wasn't something we had planned on, but we actually um, ended up adding it to the menu. So now we have, for the hot drinks, we have La Morena, which is a hot chocolate. And then we have La Guera, which is a hot horchata. So that's another thing that people are always like, a hot horchata. So they, we have a pretty good uh, response to that one as well. And then we also have La Caliente, which is, um, it's a hot cinnamon and hibiscus or canela and uh, Jamaica oh, okay. tea. Mm -hmm. Sounds yummy. Yep. So you sold out of them already? Out of the cold ones, yes. And in the summertime, we normally sell out of the lemonades as well. <laughs> yep. My name is Jessica Gonzalez. Um, I'm from Merced, California in the Central Valley. And I own a CBD-infused uh, wellness company. So I make um, things like infused honey, infused Mexican hot chocolate, muscle bombs, um, and many other things um, that I you know, like to try and play around with. So I started my business after I left um, a tech company in Salinas. I did um, technology and agriculture. Uh, I left when my mom started to get really sick and I felt like I needed to be back home. Um, so I, I moved back to Merced, that's where I grew up. And I was just trying a bunch of different things, anything from selling fruit uh, to beekeeping. Um, and my dad is uh, or was a, um, a hobbyist beekeeper, so he liked to keep bees just for fun. Um, he liked taking care of them. So I started to help him. Um, and a year after my mom passed, we found out that my dad had um, stage four pancreatic cancer and he started taking uh, cannabis for pain relief. So. Um, I was really interested in learning about it and, you know, figuring out what would be best for him to take. Um, and we quickly realized that it tastes pretty bad on its own, so um, we just decided to mix it, or I, I started mixing it with our honey, and that's kind of how it started. I started selling to, to friends and family, and then after that I just started making different products, products that helped me, my dad, and that I thought would be good for other people too. Sometimes you create like little desserts 
like you've created like little like lavender things or Earl Grey. Tell us about that. So, so sometimes I like to just experiment. Um, I get really excited about um, desserts specifically. I, I've always had a sweet tooth. Um, I love ice cream. I love chocolate. I love anything sweet. Um, so I like to play around with sweets and cannabis um, and mixing um, things that are um, traditionally Mexican too in them. So kind of making, putting a twist on cannabis, American and Mexican desserts. What's your favorite dessert that you made? Um, right now, my favorite dessert is the these cajeta cups that I've been making. So they're yeah. So I I use the uh, cajeta or dulce de leche from postre, um, and I put it inside what would traditionally be a like peanut butter cup, but I just put cajeta instead of peanut butter, and it's in uh, like a dark chocolate. So it's really it's not too sweet. It's just like the perfect, you know, sweetness and bitterness. So it's my favorite right now. Start selling those? <laughs> so I'll be. Um, I'm gonna do a soft launch with um, Lay's and Jane's. They're uh, like they host different dinners um, in the a L.A. area, and I think they're starting to do them in the San Francisco area too. Um, but I'll do a soft la soft launch with them at their next dinner in January. Share or? Um, see. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited about um, the new products that I'm making. Um, you know, I, I do both topicals and edibles with cannabis, so it's fun to just um, try new recipes. And I'm, I'm trying to do more Mexican-inspired um, recipes and see if that um, fits my market, you know, and um, just play around with that more. Um, so participating in the um, Mercado Latinx and other um, Latin markets has really inspired me to, to move my business to be more like Mexican-inspired or Mexican-themed, um, getting back to my roots and just, um, it's been a lot of fun and um, it's really fulfilling. My name is Bianca Kim. I'm from Stockton, California, and my business is Fresh Biscuits. Um, and I do like it started out with aprons, making handmade aprons, and then it turned into like a bunch of different things after that. So um, I got into watercolor and illustration, and so I do a lot of art prints or cards and I've made a lot of my illustrations into vinyl stickers to put on things like your car your water bottle or binder or planner um, and then I'll make like pin back buttons you know the the kind with the kind of safety pin on the back of the circle um, and I'll make those out of like extra fabric that I have from projects that I've done where I really like the fabric print and then you can kind of like mix and match yeah so how long have you been selling um I've been selling like at craft fairs or like things like this like the farmer's market for maybe almost four years now um 
And then this is my first time out in Oakland, so that's been super fun. Cool. Yeah. So it's your first time at Mercado Latinx? Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. was your experience? I loved it. How is it different than the other Mercados? Um, the, the vendors are so, like, warm, and, and everybody who put it on has been really great for communication, which has been incredible because sometimes... Sometimes you don't, like, have all the answers, and it's, like, hard to figure out the day of. So there was a lot of, like, communication ahead of time, like, an exact address to go to or, you know, suggestions on what to bring. And it just, it felt really professional and really well organized. Mm-hmm. What do you see for your future business? Um, I really want to work with different people. I've gotten the opportunity to kind of collaborate and do like um like album artwork for musicians and doing different collaborative projects so I would like to do that more um and yeah more more of this this is really fun coming out and meeting all the new people Mostly, I just sell at the at the events like this um, in Stockton. They have one that goes on, and then I do some events in Sacramento. Um, not so much online. I have an Etsy store, but I'm I'm not really able to like maintain it along with my other jobs. So I like the experience too of like meeting the person face to face of who's buying my stuff. But if I could, if I could make my online experience as good as my in-person experience, then I'd be all for it. I don't know if you're thinking about doing it. Do it. I don't know if you can. It's fun. I've made a lot of friends. Oh, like to other vendors. Yeah, or like or people thinking about. Spending, yeah. Um, it it's really nice to have like personal projects. So if you, if you want to do it, and make money at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it like supports itself o- over time because yeah, it, it'll pay for whatever else you want to make. So my name is Karen Pantoja, and I am the creator of Arte Piel Morena. I'm originally from Guanajuato, but was raised in the Salinas Valley and moved to Churlock, the Central Valley, for school, and I stayed there ever since. I'm currently a fourth grade teacher, and um, Arte Piel Morena has been my side business just because I love making anything with artesanía. So technically what Arte Piel Morena is... Um, my own handmade jewelry accessories and I love to travel so on my travels I always collect either huarache, rebosos, blusas, bags, anything and I um, that's part of my collection so I have my own hand I usually go to Mexico um, all over Mexico and I recently went to Colombia so I got some stuff from there too so yeah I have my own handmade things and my collection of artesanía collected abroad um, with the name Arte Piel Morena since March, I used to just buy and sell things, but never really did events. So, yeah, almost a year um, in March. It's gonna be a year. 
I sell where? Um, anywhere. All these little events. Um, but since I'm in the Central Valley, we don't really have events like this there. Um, as cultural, so I usually come to the Bay Area or Sacramento. And how is this event, the Mercado Latinx, different than the other events? Mm, well, from the Central Valley, you don't have a lot of um, spaces like these where us, you know, as Latinos, as handmade, you know, we make our own handmade that's inspired by our cultura. It's a it's a space for us, you know, and things that events like this, we have the opportunity to really bring that out to the people here, just people like us versus in the Central Valley, there's not a lot of cultural events and there's little things like el rematito, la pulga, but that's also different from Mercado Latinx. Latinx. What is your goal for the future for your business? For well, I do love teaching, so I don't think I would um, do go on just on my business. I love doing both of them, and I think it really plays a big role in each because I bring artesanía into the classroom, and my kids really inspire me to do you know more of these kind of events. But definitely, I'll grow. I don't have a lot of time for online um, like Etsy, so I, that's one of my plans to maybe just have an Etsy and really grow through there because. Um, I love doing this on the weekends, but I don't think I would dedicate my whole um, career to this. Maybe later, I don't know, but right now I love doing both. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share? Or? Mm, um, no. I think, well, let me see. I think as a, um, I've met a lot of people that are always, they have, they do art, you know, but they don't know what to do with it. So I think trying little events like these, you know, starting somewhere, because once you get to know the people, it's always, it, it's a new community and you end up seeing, you know, the same people over and over and it's really nice. So if you're, you know, if you're starting with something, it doesn't matter what kind of art, you know, try it, do, a, do an event and vend. And if it goes well, good. If it doesn't, maybe try another one, you know, and it could be something from there. Okay, that's great advice. Yes, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com and please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.